Blog Talk Radio. Tolbert Show. I am your host, Dadon Tolbert. Um, it's the season premiere, guys. You know, I've been doing this for a while. Um, this is actually, if you guys have been keeping track, this is our 14th season here uh, on the Dadon Tolbert Show. Uh, over 10 years, probably at this point about 12, 12, 13 years, something like that, 14 different seasons. And um, honestly, I'm just going to keep it going. I'm going to keep it going with realness, with unadulterated truth. Um, I'm not into the whole you know, let's just go along with what social media is talking about. Let's just go along with with the mainstream media. So this is just, you know, an opportunity for me to keep it real with you guys about what's on my mind and what may be on, you know, a lot of your mind. So uh, today, uh, you know, I, I and it, you know, it's been a, I took a little a lot of this summer off. All right, I kind of wanted to just reset, rejuvenate uh, myself, uh, but I'm back and I, and today I, I especially wanted to come back this week because there's just a lot going on out here. There's a lot uh, happening, you know, in politics. There's a lot happening in regards to race relations. We got this whole, you know, Colin Kaepernick and Nike and even going back a little bit, the whole Serena Williams uh, situation at the U.S. Open that I want to touch on. Um, And then obviously what everyone's talking about this week is the conviction of Bill Cosby uh, for, for assault, rape, um, I want to talk about my thoughts on that. I want to talk about the Brett Kavanaugh uh, Supreme Court uh, nomination and, and, and the confirmation hearings that are going on right now and just, you know, surrounding this, this whole assault accusation by, uh, the, you know, the young woman that, uh, you know, everyone seems to be passionate about. You know, and it's interesting, you know, it, it, I've found that people feel very strongly about this topic. and. Um, you know, I don't feel that strongly about it, it other than the fact that um, we have an opportunity to put someone on the Supreme Court that will that really will have the power, a large amount of power to determine major, major, major legislation for many years to come. So from that perspective, I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited, you know, about that, this changing of the guard, so to speak. Um, and But from, from a... a you know, this whole accusation, this whole sexual assault, you know, it's interesting because I, and I say I'm not passionate about it because I wasn't there, all right? I was not there. I don't know what happened. There isn't a smoking gun. There isn't, um, you know, this evidence that you can point to. There's not a videotape, 
you know, like, you know, with all this other stuff, it's like, oh, my God, you see it right there in your face. But we're, we're literally talking about something that happened 36 years ago. And and so that's kind of what I want to I, I wanna discuss today, those things. Um, I, I want to discuss the the vast level of media manipulation that we are seeing out here. Because, it's, it's, you know, it's getting out of control, guys. It's it's really getting out of control that how people are literally relying, 100% relying on what they see on CNN, NBC, Fox News, and they're just like they're taking it as gospel. And unfortunately, what people don't understand is that these people are actors. You know, these people are paid informants. These people are government operatives, you know, posing as news reporters posing as political pundits they are they have specifically been put in place to push a particular agenda and to influence public opinion one way or the other and people my friends but you know people I know on social media people I just see they they just they, they just feed right into it and it's just it's amazing it's amazing i mean like they could be like yo the sky is purple and people, oh my God, did you yo, did you hear that? The sky is purple. Yo, go share this on your page. The sky, the sky is now purple. It's not blue anymore. I mean, literally, that's that's how this stuff is. The government tells, oh, we found bin, uh, Osama bin Laden. We found him. We killed him. All right, cool. What'd you do? Oh, we threw his body into the ocean. Like what? You know what I mean? Y'all people believe that stuff. Like it's just because it's reported, as if the government doesn't lie to us. As if the news doesn't lie to us. And, I, and before I get into it, I just got a couple of questions. The questions that I have are, one, one question is, you know, because I, I grew up, my parents are very Afrocentric. My, my extended family is very, you know, Afrocentric. I grew up in a, in a household where we were very civil rights oriented, very, you know, very connected to our African roots, our heritage. I'm very aware of the, the injustices and put it that that we have faced and are still facing as African American people. I, you know that I, that's been my whole life, been taught that. And you know, so it's hard for me to detach myself from that that knowledge and that way of thinking and way of looking at like the government is against us, right? I mean, that's what we all grew, that's how we grew up. It's like. You know, from slavery, from civil rights, Jim Crow, all that stuff, it's them versus us. But for the first time in history, we, you know, the and I really, again, I have to look at the media. They have done an excellent job at convincing us, you know, the, the masses, that at this point as a people, it's no longer them versus us. Now we have different things called, you know, these, these, these part, political parties. You know, it's not if you go I and mean, think really think about it. You think of Malcolm X, think of Martin Luther King. They weren't, you know, let's just let's I'm a Democrat, you're a Republican, let's fight each other. No, it's yo, I'm black, black power. Like it's you know, the government, you know, even going back to George Bush doesn't care about us, but now we've transitioned to Republicans are bad, Democrats are good. You know, you guys have you noticed that? I'm just, I, mean, I look around, and I see, I'm like, wow, when did this happen? This, when did, when did Democrats become good? When did, when were Republicans like the enemy? When were Democrats our friends? 
But people literally, I mean, and I guess, I mean, you know, if you look at Obama, that's really one of the reasons why we have this this state of society because, you know, he's black, he's a Democrat, people love him. He was against the Republicans, so it's like people felt like he uh, Republicans were attacking him. So because we're black, we have to support him and have his back. So that's really where this this confrontational status became of us versus them, meaning Democrats versus Republicans, as opposed to the government doesn't give a damn about us. And I just want to open this up by you know reminding people that we're still there. Okay, we're, that's still where we are. The government still doesn't care about you. There's, the government still would put us all back in slavery if, if somebody came up with a, a way to do it legally. You know what I mean? Like, we're, that's, we're not past that. You know, and, and, I, and I, people are like, oh, you, you're a Trump supporter. You're this. And I'm like, whoa, Trump. This ain't about Trump is relatively new. He just got into politics. This isn't something that just happened. You know, the government has always been against us. Even when Obama was in office, maybe if there's a Democratic president in a couple of years, the gov- guess what? The government will still be against us. You know, the government will still have an agenda to oppress, depress, you know, and, and keep us, uh, keep the hoods poor and crime-ridden and alcohol-filled and gun-ravaged these communities you know, that, that will still be the agenda. So, and I want people to understand that. So, as we talk about Bill Cosby, I want to start off with Bill. Increasingly more important to understand that that agenda I'm just, I was just speaking about is still in effect. And it's being shown when you look at celebrities like Bill Cosby, who people forget historically has a has always really had a an extremely positive message. Now that message, whether it was through fictional characters like Cliff Huxtable, you know, showing a, a black father, you know, with a loving wife and great kids and great career, educated, articulate, funny. Like if you look at that, that how he influenced and inspired millions and millions of people to want to be like Cliff Huxtable, women, to want to be like Claire Huxtable. You have to understand that the, the same people who we're talking about were, who, who don't like us, who have it out for us, there's an agenda in place against us. Those same people didn't like those types of images that Bill Cosby represented. The, you know, and that's just fiction. Forget real life, the fact that he, how he was a philanthropist donating millions and millions of dollars to educating us. Think about it. You go back to slavery. You go back to Jim Crow. Look at our even now. Look at our school systems. There's never been an agenda in place that has been designed to help educate the black youth. Okay, never. Slavery, they kept it. They we we weren't allowed to read. You got caught reading. They they put you in chains. They beat you. If you you know you look at the school systems now. You know, in the inner city, they're, they're, I mean, kids are reading at a sixth grade level, third grade level. These kids cannot read. They're, you know, failing tests, all types of stuff. It's horrible. You know, these school, the school system is horrible for, for our kids. And so if you, ha- you have this black man who probably more than anyone else that I can think of in history took it upon himself to educate our kids, sending kids to college, giving scholarships, you know, all types of stuff that to, 
too much stuff that, that more than I even have time to get into today. And, you know, they did not like that. So I'm telling you all this to say that that's, that's the agenda. That's how they were looking at it. And not to mention, I mean, he's rich. He's powerful. had a media empire. Okay? And, and then on top of that, kind of when things, when he got out of TV, they said, okay, we're going to let you just fade off and, you know, whatever. But then he started going. He still wanted to do his comedy, but not only the comedy, he wanted to go in and do these little, uh, these little seminars where he would speak to people and educate the black community on black women closing their legs, stop having babies by these no-good niggas, cut down on the teen pregnancy, stop letting these niggas run up in you STDs, all types of crazy stuff. He was telling black women that. He was telling these black men to get your, pull your pants up, get up off the corner, stop selling these drugs, stop poisoning the community. He was not only educating us financially, but he was also educating us nobody wants to talk about. It's easy to blame the white men. It's easy to point the finger. But he was talking about black-on-black crime. He was talking about issues that if you turn on your TV today, you turn on your radio today, you won't hear anyone speaking about it, maybe except for me. But you won't hear anybody talking about how we, what we need to do in our own community, stop playing the blame game, stop pointing fingers. That's what Bill Cosby was doing. So it's not, it, doesn't, it didn't surprise me when you had, they say, well, we got to get that guy. I mean, really the same thing to a certain extent with Michael Jackson and a lot of other people who speak truth. We got to discredit that man. We got to distract the mass. This message is too powerful. We got to get him out of there. And what people don't seem to understand is when you play the game for, you know, you go throughout your career, you play the game, everything is good, you do what you got to do, and everybody knows what a lot of those things are. You know what I mean? You know what you play the game that you got to play in that whole celebrity Hollywood arena, and everything is fine. People think, see, what people don't realize is people think that it's a coincidence. I don't know why. I mean, you got to be, no disrespect, but you got to be an idiot to think that it's a coincidence for a lot of this stuff. You know, this stuff is not a coincidence. You don't go 20 years. You don't go 30 years of nothing, right? And then all of a sudden, all like 60 women come out talking about you raped me. That doesn't happen that way. You know how many celebrities there are? From back in the day and even now that are raping women, that are molesting women, that are touching women, these rich people, these, these celebrities, super celebrities, where their secrets are being kept. The secrets only start being exposed once you piss somebody off. And that's what happened with Michael Jackson. That's what happened with Bill Cosby. That's what's happening with Kanye West. All this stuff, just it doesn't just out of nowhere. A lot of people are unfamiliar with how the media really works, how the entertainment industry really works. When you when you go against the grain, then they retaliate. And if you keep, re, re, you know, if you keep pissing people off after the retaliation, after the warning, after the you know the discrediting, then that's when they kill you. You know what I mean? Or I mean, just ask Lauren Hill. You know what I mean? Just ask Kanye West. Ask a lot of these people. Ask Chris Brown. That's a whole different conversation. But it's out there. So my point, and I'm going to get to the actual case, but I think it's important to paint a particular picture of what's going on overall with these people, all right? First, so Bill Cosby, if you guys have been living under a rock and, you know, haven't been following, he was recently sentenced to three to five years 
for raping Angela Constant. Okay. Now, how do I feel about that? I have a problem with that for, for many reasons, but, but for, for one of the main reasons that uh, – one of the biggest issues I have with that is the fact that there is something – and I talk about this when I talk about Trayvon Martin, when I talk about a lot of these police shootings and different other legal things. There is a certain thing in, in the legal system called due process. There's a certain thing called reason, reasonable doubt. There are things, and so for me, I believe if you're going to take away someone's career, if you're going to take away someone's livelihood, if you're going to take away their freedom, I believe that there has to be more than just an accusation. All right, there has to be, in my opinion, irrefutable proof. Okay, that that person is guilty. Now, I mean, if you know, I mean, so from that perspective, if we're talking about something that happened 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it, it's going to be extremely difficult to prove that no matter what. But not impossible. But when you have a case, and I'm going to talk about Brett Kavanaugh, but right now I'm talking about Cosby. If you have a case where there is a doubt, like, meaning, I'm not sure. Meaning, there's no real proof. There's, there's circumstantial evidence. Certain things don't look right. This doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? Or you might That is not irrefutable proof to be able to put someone in jail for the rest of their life, for 10 years, for five years, or whatever the case is, take one day. You need to be able to, and this is the legal system. You have to be able to prove beyond the shadow of a doubt. I've talked to lawyers. I've you know, taking many law classes myself throughout the course of my life, criminal justice. Anyone who understands the law, the legal system, in this case with Bill Cosby, there was a lot of doubt. That's not to say that he wasn't guilty, because I don't know if he's guilty or not. And I think that another thing that you have to understand is with these, with this, with this case, you get people, the media, that's where the media has played a major role into making people think Bill Cosby raped, quote-unquote, all of these women, right? All these women were raped. you got 60 different people. But that's not what the jury was supposed to be talking about, be considering. Bill Cosby was only on trial for raping one woman. That means all of the, those other accusations, all of that other testimony really does not matter. It's not applicable to that particular case. So the ultimate question is, did Bill Cosby rape this woman? So from, And we don't really know. So all we can do is look at the circumstances because the whole case is based on circumstantial evidence. So, all we, so meaning you have to look at the circumstances to, to determine, hey, do I think this, this, this man is guilty? So what are the circumstances? Well, the circumstances are we have Andrea Constant, who, you know, really essentially is a whore. And that's not, I'm not saying that from the perspective, let's, let's shame her, let's insult her, let's disrespect her. No, I'm saying, like, Bill Cosby is a married man, right? You know, so if, 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 if you are a married woman and your husband goes out and gets a jump off, and you find out about it, you're going to call that woman a bitch? You're going to call that woman a slut? 
And in your mind, you're going to view that woman as a whore for having sex with your husband. So before y'all get mad at me for calling this woman a whore, think about what you would call that woman, that same woman, if some young, light-skinned chick was caught having sex with your man. You'd be calling her a hoe, too. So I just want to add some context to that before everybody jumps out of my throat for that, for that terminology. So that's what, that's what she is. That's what Andrea Constant is. She was Bill Cosby's jump off. She was a hoe. She was creeping with Bill Cosby while he was cheating. And don't get me wrong, Bill Cosby's a bastard for cheating on Camilla. I'm not here to defend Bill Cosby's actions uh, as far as being a great husband. I'm not, he's not going to win any awards for being husband of the year. Let's be clear about that. But that's not what it's about. So Bill Cosby was a, is a bastard for cheating on Camille with, with this slut named Andrea Conte and maybe many, and evidently many other women. But that's what it was. So well, I don't know where Camille was, but Bill was creeping, having sex with Andrea Constant behind his, his wife's back. He's a horrible person for that, and so is she. Now, this affair went on for a, a long, I don't know how many, many months. Let's just say that. Okay, the affair went on for a long time. He's having sex with this woman. Now, all times, I'm assuming all types of freaky things were going on. Who knows, maybe threesomes, drugs, alcohol, whatever. Quaaludes, you know, whatever was the drug of choice. Now it's Percocets and Oxycontin and, and lean and uh, ecstasy. That's what people are doing today, Percocets. But back in the day, it, you know, they, that was their twist. That, you know, let's get these Quaaludes and get drunk and high and, and screw each other's brains out, sniff some Coke. That's what it was back then. And, and I mean, and as a, like, as a man who's done a lot of this stuff, like, I'm no angel from 36 years ago. I'm only 40, but you guys get my point from 20 years, 15, 20 years. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone has stuff in their past that they're not proud of. But that's what they were doing. They were getting high and drunk, and they had sex with each other. That's just what it was. That's what these people did back then. Okay? She was cheap. She was his jump off for an extended amount of time. Now, so that's what it was. This isn't just something I don't know. People, if they've been following or they have this media-induced, this media-induced coma, they just kind of walk around like, oh, Bill Cosby, like the the Manhattan Park rapist, going around, you know, stalking. Like, nah, he, he this was his chick. This is his side chick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So after the incident, okay, after the alleged incident, you know, they continued. Guess what? Drum roll. Guess what? They continued to have sex. So they had sex before the incident, and they had sex after the incident. Now, I'm no rocket science. I do some relationship coaching. You know, I'm a car dealer. I do some things. I'm an author. I've written a few books. But I'm not a rocket scientist. But, <laughs> listen, that, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't take a rocket science. To, to see what's going on here. Everything was fine. There were these allegations came years and years and years later after more and more and more and more sex. I mean, really just to stop and think about this. Yeah, we can come up with all these 
these different scenarios and the psychologists are coming out of the woodworks with all these theories and examples, and I get it. I've counseled many rape victims, many of so I get it. I understand it takes years, and I, I know, believe me, I know all that. But let's just stop for a second, you know what I mean, and really just use our heads, use our common sense, okay? And, and again, going back to the beginning, understand that there is, as much as the media doesn't want to acknowledge it, there is an agenda at place and at work for bringing down powerful black men and discrediting powerful black men. That you cannot discount that. You cannot forget about the fact that that is a fact. That is true. And if you don't see it, just log off. Don't even listen to me anymore. If you, I don't, I can't help you if you don't see that there is an agenda specifically, uh, really against black people as a whole, but specifically against powerful African American black men. You can't ignore that. And so what's what's happened here is somebody got into her ear. And said, you know what, this is this is what we're on right now. This is what we're about to do. We're going to take down Bill Cosby. So what's the best way to take down Bill Cosby? Well, we'll get this woman. We know about the affair. We'll get that woman. A lot of people don't even, don't even know before the media was crazy like that. But they, they, were, they basically did the same thing with Martin Luther King. See, Martin Luther King had jump-offs too. You know what I mean? They took they they were FBI was following this dude, CIA was following him. They had video, they had pictures. They showed that stuff to Coretta. You know what I mean? They showed like who knows what they were, what else they were. I mean, they just decided to ultimately kill him. But you know what I mean? Just to nip nip it in the bud. But don't be clear. That was first is exposing his infidelity. That's how they get you. You know, and that's where a lot of these powerful black men mess up at. It's like, you know, yeah, you want to be powerful. Yeah, you want to do these great things. You got to make sure your stuff is clean because trust and believe they're coming after you. That's what happens. So, you know, so aside from everything, whether you believe, it's all about what you believe or what you don't believe. But if you want to just look at the facts, there was, in my opinion, the prosecution did not prove their case uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt that Bill Cosby absolutely Rape this woman. I mean, really, just that I mean, because what the story is is okay. We were having we had sex yesterday. Let's just use this as a game. We had sex yesterday. You came over. We had consensual sex. Everything was fine. Camille went and went shopping with her girlfriends. I'ma come over and we had sex on a Friday night. I'm just using this as an example. But on Saturday night, I came over, and he had these drugs. You know, he gave me, I didn't know what these drugs were. I had no idea. Yeah, we yeah, we did drugs before in the past. Yeah, we got high. Yeah, we got drunk before, and we and we screwed each other's brains out. That was fine. But on on Saturday night, I came over to to read the Bible with him. I didn't plan. I, you know, I came over to just watch reruns of you know Cosby Show, and he gave me the, he gave me these drugs. I had I had no idea what they were, and next thing you know, I was passed out. And, 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 and something was up inside me, and I had no idea how it got there. You know, I had no idea. He raped me. I was I was knocked out, and, and he had sex with me while I was totally defenseless and totally I had no idea what was going. On. I got. I mean, I, it doesn't make sense. I don't care how you slice this whole thing. I don't care how you want to. Twist it up and, and and justify it 
and give her the benefit. It ain't that many benefits of the doubt. Let a woman do that with your husband and, and see if you buy it. You know what I mean? See if you, you buy that. No, nah, no, nah, he gave me the drugs. You're not going. You're going to be going after that chick. You don't. You're not going to be trying to hear no. Oh, you were defenseless. Oh, he raped you. Nah, chick. You came over here to have sex with my man, and that's the way. And you knew what you were doing. You ain't go, There's not a person on this, this planet. If they caught Andrea Constant in their crib talking about some. Oh, he drugged me and raped me. That you would believe that. You'd be like, chick. You better get your skinny ass out of here, looking like Howard Stern out of here. You trying to have sex with my man, and that's a fact. There's no one on the planet who would believe that if it happened to them. But because it's Bill Cosby, because the media, there's this agenda that the media has been putting forth, oh, he's a rapist, oh, let's discredit this man. Everybody, that's how people get their news. That's how people, that's how what people live off of is CNN. That's what they say. So it must be true. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not that type of person. I have a brain for myself. I like to operate off of common sense. Andrea Constant knew what she was doing. She came over there to get smashed off, and that's what she got. And that's what she kept getting after that. This is only an issue because the powers that be decided it was going to be an issue 20 years later. And that's what it is. Now, and here's, so, so there's that. So uh, another problem that I have with that whole case, that whole situation, is the, is the hypocrisy that I'm seeing on, uh, on social media. And speaking of social media, I'm going to shout out to everybody listening on, online, blog, talk, radio, iTunes, Facebook, live, uh, however you're listening, cell phones, smartphones, whatever, shout out to you guys. I have a problem with the hypocrites. Because I know, see, I'm not a snitch, all right, but I know a lot. I, I know rape. I know men who sit up there and pass judgment, who have raped women in college. You know what I mean? I know men who have assaulted women. You know what I mean? I know men who have uh, videotaped themselves, secretly videotaped themselves having sex with unsuspecting women and passed the, you know, the tape, the camera, cell phone around or popped in, you know, a VHS uh, uh, video of, of a hidden camera and them having sex with women who don't even know. That's illegal. Those are crimes. To videotape someone sexually without their knowledge and consent is a crime. And I know some of these same people who have done this stuff and they want to sit around and, and pass judgment on Brett Kavanaugh, on Bill Cosby, just for likes. These guys are so – let me tell you something. See, and I'm not bragging. I'm not that type of dude, but this is keeping it real private, so I got to be honest with y'all. You know what I mean? Talk radio has been missing realness, and I got to be perfectly real with y'all. I never had a problem getting sex from women, okay, growing up. So a lot of this stuff, like, that I see on, on social media – is foreign to me. Like, you ever go on these pages and you see these losers commenting on how sexy these women are, giving all these compliments, oh, my God, I drink your bath or damn, girl, this and that, commenting on every pic, oh, God, you're so sexy, you're so beautiful. See, I never did that. I can't relate to that. Those guys are losers. They get no sex. Their whole life is based on the search of sex. See, those are weirdos. That's what these guys, that's what I see online. 
It's like, oh, yeah, girl, Bill Cosby, he's a no-good nigga. Man, I can't believe that dude did that. And I'm saying, just, just to try to, you know, empathize with these women. They're talking about, oh, I was raped, all these women. And I res- let me just say this. I respect the women that are coming out the woodworks now. You guys listen to this show. You've been listening for the past uh, 10 to 15 years on this show. Uh, you've heard me interview many uh, rape victims, domestic assault victims. You guys know what I do. You've heard many shows that I've done on this very topic. So you know I, I empathize with, with actual victims. You know what I'm saying? Women who've actually been assaulted, you know, raped, beaten, stabbed. But I have no compassion for these men who who prey upon those women for sex. It's like, oh damn, girl, you were you were you were molested as a child. Dang, you know that's that's horrible. You know, and then they end up, you know, in the inbox. You know, trying to do all types of things on on the low. I have no respect for people out here bashing Bill Cosby, bashing Donald Trump, you know what I'm saying, bashing uh, Brett Kavanaugh, all these other guys, uh, Weinstein, but they got rapists and molesters in their own family. You know how many women, let me say something, me personally, Tolbert Relationship Counseling, you know, over the last 15 years, I've been working with nothing but women. And you know how many women I have spoken to and worked with who've been raped, who've been molested, who've been assaulted, many, hundreds, in fact. It was shocking to me. It's like, wow, so many women have been molested. And a lot of this was like their mom's boyfriend or their uncle or, or someone's stepson, you know, all types of stuff. And you got people, and think, I mean, really just think about this for a second. All these women, like, they're popping up on Facebook. All these women are, are, have been raped and molested and assaulted. But now you have, but so it's like everybody and their mom is bashing Donald Trump. Everybody and their mom is bashing Bill Cosby. Everybody and their mom is bashing Kavanaugh, in the black community at least. But it's like, yo, who, who, who has been making, who was uh, protecting all these molesters. Either you're the molester or you've been protecting the molesters. It's like, hold on, how, wait, what part of the game is that? How are you bashing these people when your brother-in-law was touching your daughter? You know what I mean? Like these, these grown men know damn well they were touching these little girls. And now all of a sudden they want to come at Donald Trump, F Trump, F45, because he – he 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 gropes women. You know damn well you was groping. You 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 the grope king. I mean, nobody wants to talk about it. Turn on CNN. Where's the reports on black women who were touched as little girls? Turn, open up Ebony magazine, Essence magazine. They want to talk about everything but that. They want to let it be about Donald Trump. Let it be about somebody else. And it's all good. Let's talk about it. But nobody wants to talk about rape and assault of young black girls. Black Lives Matter, but where's the Black Lives Matter group for these little girls who've been assaulted? I would take my guns and shoot someone in the face if anything like that ever happened to my daughter. And my question is, where is the protection, where is the outrage for the young girls around today getting touched right now and people know about it? Listen to what I'm saying. There are young girls getting touched right now, 
And there are people right now bashing Brett Kavanaugh who know about it. That's crazy. That is the type of hypocrisy that pisses me off. Somebody call in. Somebody write on Facebook if I'm, if I'm saying something that's incorrect. Tell me these people don't exist. Tell me I'm tripping. I'm making that up. Nobody's getting touched out here. They tell, somebody tell me, if, if, tell me if there are not people bashing Donald Trump every single day on their Facebook page but know about somebody getting touched. Or, God forbid, they're the ones doing the touching. That's crazy. Soon, in the next few weeks, I'm going to be having a show because a lot of women have reached out to me what, since this whole Bill Cosby conversation and, and Kavanaugh and Trump and all this stuff has come out. People are coming out the woodwork talking about they've been molested. So I've been putting out there, you know, inbox me anonymously, confidentially, if you've been touched, if you've been assaulted, if you've been raped. And I wanna, you're going you're to hear from some of these women. I'm going to do a special, like I've done in the past, of just discussing with these women, allowing them a platform to tell their story. But it's not right. The hypocrisy is not right. None of this stuff is right, but it's not right. Okay, I don't. I have a big problem with, you know, and this is this is not. I don't want y'all to. This is not victim shaming, but I, and I've talked about this before. You know, again, I have it. My daughter is seven years old. I have a lot of young girls in my in my family and extended family, and I tell them the same thing. I'm not here to have to talk about what happened after the fact. Okay, I don't want to have to talk about how can I counsel you, who can I refer you to, what can we do, what kind of treatment can we get you in after you've been raped. I don't really want to do that. I mean, I will do it, and I have done it, and I will continue to do it if I need to. But I would rather give young women the knowledge and best practices necessary to avoid being raped, to avoid being touched, to avoid. And people say, oh, no, you can't avoid that. Oh, the hell you can't. You definitely can avoid it, okay? I mean, again, some things happen, but I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm from the streets. I'm from the hood. There are ways, you, you know what I mean? There are ways to avoid getting stuck up. If a dude comes up to you, you know what I mean? You're walking down and say, yo, my man, you know what time it is? Yo, yo, my man, come here real quick. Yo, you got, you got a quarter? No, that's the stick-up move. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you're about to get stuck up. So that's what I'm saying. If you know certain things, you avoid certain things. You kind of carry yourself. You move a certain type of way to avoid certain types of situations. And one of those situations, if we're talking about young women, ladies, first of all, and this really shouldn't be, I shouldn't have to say this. First of all, stop dealing with these married men. Okay? Because I'm not here to sugarcoat. I'm not here to do what CNN does. I'm not here to pacify people. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to do what I, I and only I, I alone do, and that's keep it real. And the realness is stop going to the cribs of these men who you know are looking for sex, okay? Stop playing these sex games, you know what I mean? Stop going over there getting drunk. Stop going over there taking the drugs. Don't just go get high. Don't just go to hang out to chill. If you're not trying to have sex, okay? I mean, so now, now, the, now the feminists are saying, oh, my God, what are you, what are you saying? Are you saying a woman deserved it? 
No, I, you see, I didn't say that. That this was Facebook. Then they, that's they get that off. And, oh, no, that's what you said. No, no, I'm, but because you hear what I'm saying, you can't do that. I'm saying, I'm not saying anyone deserved to be raped. I'm saying to decrease the likelihood of you being raped, stop going to these men's cribs, period. Not at 12 o'clock, not at 2 o'clock in the morning, not at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Stop going to these men's cribs if you're not trying to get laid. Period. These men are not having sleepovers with you. These men are not trying to hang out with you. They're not trying to be your friend. They're looking for sex. There's no such thing as, oh, that's just my homie. That's just my friend. You think these men want to, you got a fat ass, and you think he just wants to be your friend? I mean, come on, ladies. You know that song you put on for a reason? You know, matched up the Brian panties for a reason. You didn't go there just to, just to chill. Andrea Constant didn't go there just to chill. If this was if this was 2006, this would be a totally different type of show. But I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to keep it PC as best I can. But the reality is, these women know why they go there. They want to play the game. They they don't want to come off as easy. They don't want to come off as being pressed. So they play the game. But eventually, they give up the ass. You know, and and, and what these men do is they play the game because they know what's up. I call that game tug-of-war with the panties. You know? The reality is Bill Cosby, that was his twist. You know, the Quaaludes, the Spanish fly, he jokes about it. But that's, that's, what, the, that's what it was. We're not talking about nothing secretive. I mean, really, come on, real quick, real quick, real quick. I mean, just really think about this. Like, I know guys back in the day who got actual, got actual drugs, like secret drugs, like Rohypno. It would secretly slip it into the women's drinks and, and do whatever. Like, that was – certain people do that. But if you are a celebrity, if you are Bill Cosby, you're not – and you're, 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 you want to secretly rape these women. You're not going to go on The Tonight Show and, and, and joke about giving women these drugs, okay, and then having sex with them. You're not gonna go. You're not gonna put it into your stand-up comedy that you're about to rape somebody. And the only reason that Bill Cosby felt comfortable doing it because that was the way of the day. That's what people were doing back then. It was so common. It was drugs were so flowing, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like that's just what people did. It wasn't a thing. Women knew it. Men knew it. You know, me older people I talked to was like, "Yo, come on! Everybody was doing drugs back in the day. Everybody had the quaaludes." Just like Meek Mill and all them people rap about the Percocets and the Oxy and the Lean and, and they're having sex with these women, they're joking about it, they're bragging about it. It's the same thing as the Quaaludes were back then. It ain't no is, – is all these, are these celebrities, rapists now, when they talk about, oh, get you high on the Molly? What the heck do you think Molly is? What the heck do you think ecstasy is? You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. It's just a, it's a it's a – a drug to increase sexual pleasure. Bill Cosby gave it to the chicks, just like these celebrities give it to the chicks today. Rick Ross, Jay-Z, they rap about it. They put it in their music. It's not, you know, it's not a secret. It's some people, see, people want to act like, the people, this is an internal thing in many cases. People want to act like they're perfect. A lot of these women want to act like they're saints. 
Nobody wants to acknowledge, like, yo, I'm a freak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm a freak. I get it in. I do some freaky stuff. I love that. Like, a lot of women don't want to acknowledge that. A lot of these men don't want to acknowledge it because the women are afraid to acknowledge it. So everybody is out here pretending. Like, every, no one, oh, my God, Bill Cosby gave her a, a, a quaalude, oh, my God, and he had sex with her. What the heck did you just do last night? You know what I mean? And I'm not making this up. I'm not just talking, talking out of my ass. I'm saying I know what it is. I've never drugged. That's never been my twist. But you know what I mean? People I know that do this willingly, like like now, back in the day, like they've been, that's just what they do. Yo, let's pop this real quick so we can, you know what I mean? It'll make it, it'll make it better. No, it's, no, it's cool, sweetheart. I'm not into that. You know how many women have said that to me? You know what I'm saying? Forget what else is everybody else. I'm talking about me personally. Like, no, nah, I'm good. You hey, take this real quick. No, nah, I'm straight. You don't smoke. You don't drink. No, nah, I'm good. Just turn around. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not being honest with you. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that's what it was. What the heck do you think Andrea Conte? She comes in there acting all innocent. You you having sex with somebody's man, and you want to come on come on TV looking like Howard Stern talking about some he raped me. Come on, man. As, I mean, somebody's got to say it. You know what I mean? So at some point, the BS has to stop. You know what I mean? I, I mean, at what point does it stop? At what point does somebody take a stand and be like, "Yo, this is not right." You know what I mean? I'm I'm good. I'm married. I'm not trying to get no ass from none of these chicks online. I'm cool. I don't need no likes. I don't need no affirmations. I don't need nothing from nobody. So I'm not here to appease. I'm not here to sugarcoat. I'm not here to take the size of stuff that everyone and their mom knows is not right. Bill Cosby should not be in jail right now. Now, let me just say this. I'm not defending Bill. Like I said, I don't know what he did. Okay, with these other women. I'm not even sure. I don't know what he did with Andrea Conte for a fact, but I'm saying based on the evidence or lack thereof, that man should not be in jail. You see what I'm saying? Either we're going to – you see, people talk about the, the judicial system reform, you know, criminal justice reform. But people don't want to – but if, if that's the – if that's what we're going to do, if we're going to try to make the system a system that we rely on and use to determine someone's guilt or innocence, something that's fair and honest, well, then let's do that. Because if we're looking at this, at the legal system, if it's about law, if it's about the legal system, Bill Cosby should be found innocent. You know what I'm saying? I mean, really, nobody wants to talk about it, but if we're using the legal system, you, you kind of have to look at certain things like George Zimmerman. Yeah, he's a bastard for shooting Trayvon Martin. But if we're talking legally, right, there, I mean, there was reasonable doubt there. So it's like we can't have it both ways. We want people like Meek Mill to be set free, and we want people like if, if, we, if I shoot you and the shooting, you know what I'm saying, or I should say if one of your loved ones gets killed and you want someone to pay for it, you know, then we got to be able to have a system that we rely on, a system that's fair. And what's good for the goose is good for the can't You can't have reasonable doubt here. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, you know, oh, it's cool. It's cool. It's still guilty, 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 guilty. You know what I'm saying? But then when it's reversed, you don't want the person found. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. 
that, I mean, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about with Bill. Like I said, though, I mean, I'm not bashing women, but, ladies, I got to start with these games. You know what I mean? You know, if you're not if you're not going there for the reason that he wants you there, then just don't go. And that's not to say, let me be clear, that's not to say that if you do go, that you deserve to be raped. That's not what I'm saying, because there's psychos out there, there are weirdos out there that will try to twist my words. That's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to help you not even be put into that situation. Okay. I would, t- I would tell my daughter the same exact thing. I would tell every woman I know the same exact thing. These men will rape you in a second. Put yourself into a situation with a dude that's not your man, you know doesn't care about you, but because you had a few drinks after the club, you were feeling a little freaky. You said, all right, yeah, I'm feeling a little freaky, so I'll go and mess around with him. We've been talking for I'll mess around with him, but I'm not going to go all the way. I'll let him suck on the, you know what I'm saying? I- I'll grind on him. A little bit, but I ain't going to give it up. Not tonight. Okay, you can try that if you want to, but that's where the date rape comes in. I'm saying don't even do it. It's real. People won't like that. People don't, women, especially women don't like that advice. But the reality is, watch this. Listen to this. If a lot of these women, no disrespect, but a lot of women who have a problem with what I'm saying, didn't grow up with fathers in the home to tell them the same exact thing. I, listen to what I'm saying. I tell my daughter and will tell my daughter the same exact thing. And if, a fa- if your father loves you, if your uncle loves you or whoever man is in your life loves you and cares about you, he will tell you the exact same thing. But what we have is we have a, a generation of women who are on a large basis, not all, but on a very large basis, have been abandoned by their fathers. So they're out here having to fend for themselves. And because they're left to fend for themselves, they have been raped. They have been molested. So when they hear a man like me or they see a man like Bill Cosby on the, on the TV or Brett Kavanaugh, they don't, women don't know a, a, a thing about Brett Kavanaugh. Throw him in jail. De- deny his Supreme Court nomination. Like, yo, so what? He had a, a, a great career this entire time. No allegations, no nothing to this one thing. So what? He's a bastard. He's a lying son of a bitch. I've, I've seen all types of crazy. I'm like, whoa, what did he do to you? But where that comes from is anyone who even remotely resembles the person who touched them as a child. You know what I mean? I mean I've talked to women. I've talked to many women who who grew up a little differently, loving fathers in the home, loving, you know, grandfathers still in their lives. They're not they're not attacking Bill Cosby like you would think. They're not all the gung ho about this whole Brett Kavanaugh thing. I'm be I'm just being real with y'all. I know, it's cool. Y'all can hate me, but I'm being honest with y'all. Speaking of which, let's talk about Brett. I could talk about Bill Cosby all day. But I do want to talk about Brett Kavanaugh. I want to touch on Ka- uh Colin Kaepernick. I want to talk about a little bit about some other things going on that I've seen that that's absolutely ridiculous. People that need to stop. I know y'all see the hashtag. That's that's the hashtag for 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 the for the year, man. This whole stop thing. I gotta switch. If y'all know, I gotta switch up my hashtags. People people steal my stuff. I can't have nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but I I was kind of reflect. I took some time away from radio for the last few months, and I just sat back and watched. 
and I'm not I'm not trying to take credit, but like y'all know, like ninety percent of this stuff that y'all see on social media, it started with me. And I'm just being honest, like all po- people posting random advice and people, you know what I'm saying, like these these relationship based podcasts, you know, where people talk like all that stuff started right here, you know, over ten years ago where there were where there was nobody doing it. You know what I mean? So I gotta stay fresh. I gotta stay new because people come back and try to take everything. But that's the hashtag for right now until somebody steals it and I gotta come up with something else. So let can I if if I can. I want to talk about Brett Kavanaugh because that's a whole that's a whole different thing. And let me just say this about that: people, you, you, we have to stop lumping everything into one category. Kavanaugh case has nothing to do with the Cosby case. I should say the Kavanaugh confirmation hearing. It's not a case. It has nothing to do with. Harvey Weinstein. These are individual, you know, situations. Just like Trayvon Martin has absolutely nothing to do with Philando Castile. Matt Lauer has nothing to do with Donald Trump. But yet when people talk about this Me Too stuff, it's just like, oh, Me Too, Me Too, Me Too, this and that, Black Lives Matter, and they lump everything together, and you can't do that. These are individual cases with individual pieces of evidence that you that have to be examined carefully. You can't lump everything together. Everything is different. None no two cases are the same. Right. So let's look at Brett Kavanaugh. Now here's the thing. Let me be clear about this. I I'm gonna post this on Facebook. I'm sure it'll be controversial. I mean y'all know me, I don't care. I've been very vocal on social media these last few days. I, I could care less about likes some stuff gets 100 likes, some, some stuff gets zero likes. Please be clear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't feel bad. I, I don't need, you know, sympathy likes. Or, like, I literally, I honestly and genuinely don't care about that. I'm going to speak what's on my mind, whether people like it, whether they don't like it. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Trust me at all. I don't get paid from likes. Some people do, evidently, but I don't care. I don't get paid. I don't pay my bills. None of that. But I personally hope Brett Kavanaugh is confirmed. Let me tell you why. People have to look at the stakes. You know, what what is at stake right now with this election, with this Supreme Court nomination? If you guys have been following the Supreme Court, if you know about the Supreme Court, you know, there are liberal justices, there are conservative justices. I don't like to classify myself as a liberal or a conservative because a lot of people like to, they don't maybe not listen to the show, they don't follow me, so they just kind of, you know, don't know how I feel or act like they don't know. But here's how I feel politically. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a Christian. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm a Christian. Okay, am I a perfect Christian? No. But the reality is I tend to, I found, tend to lean more to the conservative side because I look at a lot of this stuff that liberals are doing. I look at a lot of these policies whether it's the transgender agenda, the gay agenda, abortions, and, like, all this stuff, I just can't take it. And I don't know how any Christian could take it. So, like, like abortions, like, I hope Kavanaugh is confirmed, because if I'm not mistaken, that there's a high probability that they will make it so that abortions are, are either eliminated 
or significantly reduced. And I, for one, hope that we it, it gets to a point legally and judicially where we can cut back on the number of babies, and specifically black babies that are aborted. You know, forget, I mean, forget everything else. We're talking about lives here. You know what I mean? Partial birth, uh, birth abortions, you know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff. I hope we can do something politically that can eliminate the number of babies that are being murdered every year. I don't, and I, I, if that's unpopular, it is what it is. I believe abortion is murder. I believe that, I, mean, I, per, I, mean, I know, shoot, I, you know what I mean? Just me alone, just me personally, I can, like, from the women that I know, and I'm not judging, but I'm just saying the women that I know who've had abortions, and I think back to the women I've met and have encountered over I personally can account for, like, thousands of abortions. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Just me and the women, the people that I have come across personally. And that's a lot of babies being killed. So imagine what's going on nationally. So that's one reason that I hope he's confirmed. Um, aside from that, I, I hope that people look at the timing of this whole thing. And for me, it's like it, it seems to be obvious. You know, like, I would think that it would be obvious. It's like, we look at what the Democrats did with the Hillary Clinton, like, I mean, you know, feeding her the questions through the elections, you know, scamming Bernie Sanders out of the nomination. I mean, that, these are minor things. These are like things that, you know, on the, the small side of things. I mean, we should all know by now the level of corruption that exists within the government as a whole. You know, all you got to do is watch Scandal, watch House of Cards, and you can kind of get a, just a glimpse of the types of wheeling and dealing and, and corruption that goes on behind closed doors. So here we have a, a an opportunity for Republicans and conservatives to forever shift the landscape in the judicial system. Do you? I mean, I just want to ask you: Do you think that? that Democrats and, and, and the, the powers that be are just going to sit back and allow that to happen <clears throat> excuse me, without a fight. They're just going to roll over and say, oh, okay, it's fine. Yeah, we lost the election. Trump is in office. He's, let's go ahead and let him appoint. We can, they control the Senate. Let's just allow him to put whoever he wants in there, whatever. No, it's not like that, and it, and it never has been like that. You know what I mean? They're going to fight it, and guess what? In politics, I shouldn't have to tell anyone this, but in politics, guess what? People fight dirty. Things get messy, right? Things get messy. What you, y'all don't know, like, y'all don't watch TV. Y'all don't watch movies. You don't know how this stuff works. They, they create scandals. The whole scandal TV show is about this type of stuff. A lot of the, not, not to say that, like I said, I don't know if she's telling the truth. I don't know. Nobody knows, really. I don't know her. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is to think that scandals like this created, you know, to discredit people for political gain, if you don't think that type of stuff happens, if you think stuff like that is, you know, out of the question or unheard of or, um, you know, somehow 
you know, like not possible, that's very naive. It absolutely is possible, and it absolutely happens every single day. So please acknowledge the timing of all this thing, all this stuff. You know, you they had so much time to do an investigation. Oh yeah, we want to do an invest, FBI investigation. Oh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden you want to do an FBI investigation now that he's about to become, uh, you know, senator or excuse me, uh, Supreme Court, uh, a Supreme Court justice. All of a sudden, what was going on before that? What was going on during this whole three, four, five month period from the moment that he was uh, he was uh, nominated by Trump? This isn't anything new. So I think what we have to do is we have to look at the timing of all of this stuff. And we have to acknowledge, like, yo, this is not a coincidence. This is what's called a smear campaign. You guys ever heard of that? You ever heard of a smear campaign? They are trying to discredit the man for political gain. Let me just give you some context. I don't know if you guys – like, I've watched the entire confirmation hearing yesterday, in and out of it today. But Brett Kavanaugh – and I'm not – like I said, I didn't know who he was before this, but this is this man is is a well-respected judge, okay, and has been – federal judge has been for 12 years, 12 whole years, right, and even before that had an extensive career in the legal system. And and there has never been anything as much of a as, as a parking ticket, let alone any type of sexual assault, no type of, you know, little funny stuff. Has all types of women saying like, you know what I'm saying, he's a great guy. Nothing. And in fact they said that he was only they had all types of nominees that they were good, they were kind of trying to decide between, but they said they're going to use him because of the the high likelihood and probability of how easy of a confirmation it would be. Why would they pick someone? I mean, I mean, just really think. Do you guys know how thorough, how thorough of a vetting process that these people go through? I mean, look. I, 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 when I got my first gun permit, they did all types. That's just a gun permit. They went through all types of extensive background checks and different stuff. That's just to get a gun permit. Can you imagine what you have to go through to become even nominated to become a Supreme, a Supreme Court judge? Forget to be confirmed, but to even be in the conversation. And nobody on the whole Republican team heard or got news or even a whiff that this accusation could come out. Come on. Come on, guys. We're smarter than that. You guys are smarter than that. It it, it reeks, not just a little, it reeks of conspiracy. It literally reeks of opportunistic corruption. It's disgusting. A very well-respected man, you know, career politician, judge, no problems whatsoever. But all of a sudden, he's about to have an opportunity to have the type of power that can change the world and change our entire legal system as we know it. And all of a sudden, somebody comes out the woodwork talking about some, 
you you didn't write, you, you in high school you tried to force yourself on it. Not in college, not I mean a few years, but in high school. Now if it's true, he's a bastard. But again, I I mean I know how the system works. They were not just going to sit back and let that man be confirmed. Y'all know that, right? Please tell me you know that. They were not going to just sit back and allow him to be confirmed without a fight. That's not how this system works. That is not how the United States government works. They were not going to let – I don't care if it was your own father about to be confirmed. They were going to find something on him. Trust and believe that. And they waited till the last minute to do it. They're trying to, listen, they're trying to do an FBI investigation now. It's almost laughable. Now. Why the heck? Oh, and guess what? And of course you know what that means. If you're under federal investigation, then you, then you can't be confirmed. And because, you know, it's already past the halfway point, Donald Trump is being classified as a lame duck president. So you know what? You know, oh, well. We've got to wait until the next president gets in office, and hopefully everyone's so pissed off at you, Donald Trump, it'll be a Democrat. And we'll let that person get all the power. Y'all don't see that? Like, what am I, like, Albert Einstein? What am I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not that smart. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take a rocket scientist. How do I see that? But so many other people don't see that, that, that that's not, they were not going to just let this happen. It's amazing that so many people don't see it. I said online that, that the, the 100% corrupt U.S. government orchestrated 9-11. Y'all, if you, if you really think terrorists, you know what I mean? Listen, you really think that terrorists uh, flew a plane into the World Trade Center, you know what I'm saying? Come on. That building was imploded. Anyone who knows anything knows that. Okay, that's that's that. You don't. I mean, I'm not, I'm just saying something everyone should know by now. You know, we did that. If you don't know that, stop. You will be watching way too much CNN. Okay, that's what that's what we do. We lied about Bin Laden. We killed JFK, King Malcolm X. This is all stuff that have been you know, has been orchestrated by our government. And y'all think that creating a smear campaign for political gain, you know, is out of the question? We, Bush and them, created an entire lie to invade an entire country and take over an entire country. We own Iraq now. That's our country. That's the United States over there. That ain't Iraq. We own that. Talking about some weapons of mass destruction. That's stuff that the government did. Everyone and their mom was on board with that. Oh, they, they, they were responsible. The war and terror. We got to go over there. They got weapons of mass destruction. We can have another 9-11. We got, we got to do something. All right, let's go. They passed legislation to declare war. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to go invade. That was all based on a lie. So I'm just – and people know this stuff. This isn't stuff that like people don't know. So why, again, do you think they can't just hire somebody to, to make up a story that seems convincing. Like, I'm just asking, why do people think that's out of the question? Why? Because it's a Republican? I'm just, I'm just asking, why? What's the reason? Why can't that have happened as if 
Nothing like this has ever happened before. The government has never lied to us. There's never been any smear campaigns. Innocent people have never been accused of, of rape. Right? I mean, this is not, nothing like this has ever happened before. This is the first time. It's crazy. It's called media manipulation, and it has people brainwashed. I 100% respect what Lindsey Graham had to say. I posted the video on my page. He let them have it. He said this, this process is hell. He said it's the most corrupt and evil thing that he's ever seen in politics. He said it's crazy out here. He said, he said I feel sorry for you. He said they've destroyed your family, your, your life, and it's disgusting. You know what I mean? He said, I hope that the American people see through this charade, and I hope so too. This man was practically in tears. I'm talking about Lindsey Graham out of anger, and that's, that's kind of how I feel. I agree with everything he said. You don't have to be a Republican to agree with the truth. This is a travesty of justice. He said, why, why is he yelling? Why is he so mad? What the heck do you think he's mad for? What the heck do you think, Brett Kavanaugh? Let somebody accuse you. Let you, all right, ladies, I'm going to talk to the ladies real quick. Ladies, you're married. You're, you've got a great husband, a deacon in the church, great father, great husband, and he just happens to be in politics, and somebody wants to come out of the woodwork talking about some. oh, yeah, he raped me back in the day. And they want to bring him up on charges. How would you feel as a woman? You know your husband isn't a rapist. You know he would never have done that, nothing like that. You wouldn't be pissed off. You wouldn't be yelling at the woman accusing you. You wouldn't be pissed off. The, the men, you know what I'm saying, if they're in that situation, I can only imagine if it was me. Imagine y'all like, you know, a lot of you, some of you know me, some of you don't. But y'all know I have a wife. I have two kids. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I, I'm a Christian. I go to church. And all of a sudden, somebody comes up, oh, yeah, yeah, you're 40 years old, but, you know, when you were 17, I want to tell the world, you raped me. Now, me personally, I've done some things that I'm not necessarily proud of, but I've never raped anyone. So you damn right if somebody came out of the blue from talking about, oh, yeah, you were 16 in high school, and you raped me in the gym after track practice, I'm like, if you don't get the hell out of here, it's like, what are you talking about? That's how crazy it would sound. I would be pissed off. I'd be livid. So imagine how he feels. Put yourself in that man's shoes. I'd be mad too, and he, I believe I believe that he had every right to be mad. Somebody coming out the woodwork just for the simple fact that he's going to the Supreme Court. He, trust him. Listen, trust and believe. If he wasn't going to the Supreme Court. That woman, what's her name? I forget her name. She would not have said a damn thing. Not not a thing. Them big old glasses. She would not have said a thing. Still be doing whatever she was doing. But because she, you know, he's ready to go to the Supreme Court, all of a sudden she can't take it anymore and has to come out after 36 years. Come on, man. Like, you know, like, at some point, guys, at some point it has to stop. Come on. 36 years, it's getting crazy out here. All right. No allegations, no problems at all. His whole time, his whole life. Now let's talk about this. So everyone said, "Oh yeah, she seems so credible." Well, guess what? I mean, 
guess what? The woman who got Emmett Till killed, guess what? I'm pretty sure she looked credible too. You know, everybody's credible until they're not. You know what I mean? Like, you could be an actor or actress. Denzel Washington, oh, man, he, oh, let, let y'all tell, he's really, he's really uh, Malcolm X. So he's really whoever the heck he's playing in these movies. He can act his ass off. You know? Man, he's so good. He should have won more Academy Awards by now. Well, let's get rid of the Academy Awards, because I don't believe it. The timing doesn't add up. The story doesn't add up. She's talking about she, she can't stand flying. I, can't, I hate flying. I'm afraid, definitely afraid of flying. Okay, but you flew here, you flew there, not for business, but to, for vacation. He, the chick got her. They, they wanted they to attack her. I would have attacked They said, well, what, do you, what do you mean? You, you hate flying. You, you, you know what I mean? You, you have denied going certain places because you had to fly, yeah, right? But here it says you flew, you, you flew here for vacation. What the heck? It's like, come on, man. Like, you're, the stories just don't add up. And you got to really, like, I watched her whole testimony. She didn't, she, you know, what is it? She seemed credible. Why? Because she's white? She has blonde hair because she wears big glasses? I mean, what, what, what really? I mean, she told a story. She told, I, don't, I didn't believe that. I'm being honest with y'all. And I, and I said online, I, I believe this. I believe this to my core. I believe that deep down, most people believe that he's innocent. If you really think about if you listen to this show today, and you pray in your spirit, and you ask God for discernment, I really believe that most people know, like, yo, this, is, this, it's, this doesn't sound right. You know what I mean? Like, come on. The week he's about to be confirmed, all of a sudden this chick comes out the woodwork. She went to the media. They asked her. I don't know if y'all saw it. I watched the whole thing. They asked her, like, yo, so, like, why did you come forward now? They're like, how did you, how did you go about it? Well, she's like, well, you know, I, I called the Washington Post. They're like, wait, did, you didn't go to the police? You didn't go to the, like, try to contact? You heard he was about to be confirmed. You, you didn't go to, you know, like, call your senator or go, you know, anywhere in the, within the judicial system. But you call, you went to a, a, a newspaper? Come on. That's, you know, you know if, if it's about, a lot of times this stuff is about money with her. It doesn't look like it's, it's openly about money. But please be clear, I believe she got paid. I don't know. I don't know if y'all saw that video. I don't know what was in that I'm, I'm envelope. The black chick handed to the lawyer. I don't know what was in that envelope. But I, I would not be surprised if he got paid, if she got paid. There's a lot of people getting paid from this smear campaign. That's how smear campaigns work. Okay. Now, but I, I believe that. I don't think there's anybody even li- – if you've been listening to this whole show, I don't believe there's a person out there who doesn't believe that this is all BS. The only – what's really going on is the fact that many people are afraid of social media. Many people are afraid of their social media following, which is very ironic and crazy to me. You're afraid of the people you call your friends. You don't want to be labeled a Trump supporter. Oh, you sound like a Republican. Oh, you sound like a conservative. Okay, and crazy. That's how people, that's how brainwashed people have become. 
It's like, what are you saying? What, so being a Democrat is better? Like, what? When did being a Democrat become cool? When did it become good? When, you know what I mean? When, when were only Republicans racist? Like, what are you saying? Y'all think that, I mean, I'm just asking, like, you don't think that, that, that racist or the KKK voted for, for Clinton and endorsed Clinton when she was running against Obama? Are you guys serious? Like, well, the KKK, they, they endorsed Trump. What do you think happened when Obama was running? <laughs> go, go, they endorsed her. I didn't hear anything about Hillary Clinton making a big deal about denouncing the, the, you know, the KKK's nomination, but they damn sure gave it. And they always do it. They endorse somebody. It's just it's only being made a big deal because of Clinton, because of uh, Trump and this whole agenda, you know, surrounding him. But this is how this stuff works. People don't want to be labeled a Trump supporter or a Republican and because Kavanaugh was appointed by Trump and everyone hates Trump, it's like we can't support anything or anybody associated with you. Sorry, Brett. I know you've had an extensive career and never a parking ticket or anything negative said about you this entire time, but this just came up, so you're a piece of shit. You know what I mean? I got to ride with the social media followers. Sorry. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Come on, guys. I mean, it doesn't even sound right. I don't know nothing about Kavanaugh, just like y'all don't know nothing about Kavanaugh. And y'all are throwing this man under the bus, <laughs> really, for no reason, aside from the fact that this chick is coming out the blue. There ain't no evidence. There ain't nothing except her word. And I'm just asking. Like, it's, I respect people who, who are like, yo, I don't know. Like, what do you think about Kavanaugh? I don't know. He said, it's like he said, she said. And people are willing to ride or die for this chick. I'm like, what? Just like you don't know nothing about him, you don't know anything about her. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing other than what the media tells you. So, like, how, where are you getting all this information from? She gave testimony, and he gave testimony. I watched it. I researched more than most. So if I don't know, and I'm not nobody special. I'm just saying, but I, I make this my business to know certain things. If I don't know nothing about Brett Kavanaugh and I don't know nothing about this chick, how the heck are y'all so positive? How y'all so positive that she's telling the truth and he's telling a lie? How? How do you know? What, based on what she said? Come on. You got to have more than that. You have to. Otherwise, just be like, yo, I don't know. That's how I feel. One thing I found to be interesting, they, you know, and I respect Brett Kavanaugh. I like what he did. If you notice how every single senator, all the Democratic senators, they kept trying to get him to admit and to agree to an FBI investigation. These people on Facebook, like, oh, he won't answer the questions. He won't answer the questions. He keep avoiding the questions. You damn right he does because he's a lawyer because he's a judge. He knows what they're trying to do. They're trying to get all these transcripts are made public and kept forever. They're trying to get him to a, to admit and to consent to to basically being a part of an FBI investigation that is guaranteed to derail the whole nomination process. That's why he kept avoiding the question. He's not stupid. I would have did the same thing. Think about it. Here you are about to be nominated to the Supreme Court or appointed to the Supreme Court, 
And he is saying so. The chick, uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, whatever her name, black chick, talking about some. Come on, can you just answer the question? Do you, with the attitude, do you, can you just answer the question that maybe we've asked you before? Do you, would you like the FBI to open an investigation against you? Would you like them to investigate? You know, yes, yes or no question. And he's saying everything, but yes or no. Why would he say yes? Why? I mean, just think about that. Think about how, what they're trying to do. They tried, and, and I'm glad he didn't. He, they tried and tried and tried to get him to admit and to acknowledge that he wanted an FBI. Why would you want an FBI? Why, who wants to be investigated by the feds? You know what I mean? That's like a drug dealer being like, yeah, so yeah, do you want them to investigate you, your bank statements, and everything you got going on? Of course not. Like, no, who wants that? You know what I'm saying? Of course not. And he even said, he's like, first of all, the FBI, all they do is investigate. They're not part of the judicial system. They're not go. They can't come to any type of conclusion. All they do is investigate. So there's not going to be anything that's going to come up other than the fact that my nomination is going to be delayed and, and ultimately shot down. So of course he wouldn't admit to that. But everybody on Facebook on Facebook was like, oh, why won't he answer the question? Why won't he, like what? Answered, he said, I didn't rape her. He said, I don't even know the chick. He said, I wasn't there. It wasn't me. Period. That's that. So what do we need an investigation for? Y'all basically trying to call me a liar. Now people say, well, you know, he, you know, he, uh, you know, he drank a lot back in the day. What the heck? Who did it? Like, what are you saying? So what? He got, let's just say. Let's just say hypothetically he did get drunk in college. Guess what? So did I. You know what I mean? So did many of you. You know, some of y'all got drunk yesterday. Getting drunk is not a crime. Going to parties is not a crime. Interacting with women is not a crime. And it's certainly not an admission of guilt. People, I mean, you can, I, I look online, I see people arguing this point. They're like, no, I know he did it. You know, he, he got drunk back in the day. He went to parties back in the day, so I know he raped his chick. I'm like, what? What the heck do you mean? <laughs> he got drunk, so and he went to parties, so that means he's a rapist? What are you talking about? Like, this is how people sound. It sounds so crazy. And, and it's like, that's what people really, that's like really the rationale. Like right now, just just do your own survey. Like, go to somebody who who who's been talking real crazy on social media. Ask them. Be like, what do you think about Kaepernick? You think he did it? Yeah, that that nigga, he did it. Oh, for real? Why you say that? No, oh, I just know he did it. He got drunk back in the day. He went to parties. That's what they go. That's the only thing they can say. This dude, his his old roommate, even said he got drunk. So what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what you mean, like? So, okay, his roommate said he got drunk. So that means he raped his chick? He assaulted the, the lady? The roommate he doesn't even get along with? He even said, like, yo, me and the dude fought. Like, we, we weren't even getting along. So, of course, he's probably going to say something crazy 36 years later after getting a $100,000 check cut to him. Y'all don't know how this stuff works. They're cutting checks out here. People are getting paid out here. Big money. I'm going to pay off your mortgage. Y'all think these back deals are – y'all don't watch House of Cards, obviously. I don't know what's going on. One thing that I found to be interesting, 
I said online, let Obama, no, let do this. Let a young Barack Obama, young Senator Obama, right, about to be nominated for the Democratic, about to become a Democratic nominee for President of the United States, and let and let a young white chick have come out the, the you know at the convention. Ah, uh, Obama raped me. Oh, no, forget it. Was, I'm sorry, because he wasn't Obama back then. Barry Sotero raped me. That this black nigga raped me. You know, he, he Barry raped me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in their mind, and then he changed his name to Obama. He started going by Obama. I guess that sounded more regal. Barry was a little too, you know, whatever. Sotero was just, you know, we need a, a regal. We need Barack Obama. No more Barry Sotero. We're not going to do that. That name has never been mentioned on by the mainstream media ever this whole time. But aside from that, let it have been a young Barry sitting in the in the, in the uh, the hot seat. Every black person will be coming to his defense. Oh, that white bitch. He ain't raped that white bitch. I can't know. But because it's Brett Kavanaugh, it's all he's a rapist. He got drunk at parties. This nigga Barack Obama. He was smoking weed back in the day. You know what I mean? Google that that pimp that pimp shot of Obama with the hat on, smoking. Yeah, come on, man. That doesn't mean he's a rapist, though. He might have been a pimp, but he wasn't a rapist any more than I believe Brett Kavanaugh was a rapist. But let it be Obama in that hot seat. Ask yourself deep down right now. Just not like really. Just close your eyes and ask yourself, like, wow. Like, if that was a black man sitting in that chair, a Democratic black man being attacked by Republicans, talking about something from 35, 40 years ago, would you believe him? Or would you, would you be ready to cast him down with the stones? You know it. You support that man. But because he's white and because he's a Republican, that's why everybody's attacking him. If you're being honest with yourselves, you know that's the truth. You don't have to admit it. I'm not asking. No one's going to admit it publicly. No one's going to. But everyone knows what's really going on here. It's because CNN has, you know, is attacking Kavanaugh, and Fox News is defending him. But if it was reversed, Fox News is bad. CNN is good. We all know what it would what it would be. It's crazy. She's credible. I heard her t- testimony. It was she seemed very credible. Like what? What does that even mean? She seemed credible. What else can I talk about? Let me. I want to talk about Colin Kaepernick for a little bit. You know, and let me say before I get off this, it will be interesting to see how it all plays out uh, with with Kavanaugh. I mean, obviously he'll be confirmed. I believe he will be confirmed. I think there will be a vote. You know, shoot, he might have. I'm not watching my TV right now. It might have already have. I don't know, but I believe he'll be nominated or appointed to the Supreme Court, and uh, you know that'll be that. <clears throat> and again, as I said, I'll be happy about that because I believe we'll see a significant uh, decrease to the number of specifically black babies that are aborted every year, and that's enough for me. You know, a lot of a lot of Democrats support abortion. 
You know, I, I don't. You know what I mean? So any legislation that, that can limit that or or eliminate that, I'm cool with. So, you know, this whole Nike thing, I find I find to be interesting. And, and again, it's it's more yet another example of of ma- uh, mainstream media manipulation. It, it's almost almost amazing how great they are at this. And again, because I went to school for communication and journalism and journalistic broadcasting, like that's what I went to school for. So I see all this stuff very clearly. But it's interesting because here, on one hand, you have everyone you know, mad at the NFL, right? You know, the owners are conspiring against him. He can't, uh, you know, he can't get a job. He's being blackballed because of his views, which is true. He is, absolutely is being blackballed. His career is over because, specifically because of his, his, uh, his stance on police brutality. That's a fact. Is it right? No. But it is what it is. Like it's, not, you know, what I mean, like he. I, I respect. I've said many, many, many times. I don't have any issue with Colin Kaepernick taking a stand, taking a knee for police brutality, for equality, for civil rights. I don't have a problem with that at all. What I have a problem with is people not. You know, it's like you know the game. You know what it is. Like you can't go into your job right now take a knee and expect not to get fired or and expect to be promoted or expect not to be, you know, in the doghouse with your boss and ultimately, you know, fired on some BS. You can't do that type of stuff. You can do it and people can respect you for doing it like people do, but don't be surprised at the consequences. Part she just she decided to give up her seat. Or excuse me, well, excuse me. She refused to give up her seat even though the law was that you moved to the back of the bus, I respect that. But guess what? She was arrested. You see what I'm saying? Like, that, there's a consequence for everything. That, was, it, was, was it right for Rosa Parks to be arrested for, giving up her, for refusing to give up her seat? Of course not. She is an older woman. She had every right to sit in that seat. She shouldn't have been arrested, but that was the law. That was how the times were and really still are to a certain extent. So she was okay with facing the consequences of that, of her actions. She took a stand. Colin Kaepernick took a stand, and as a result, he's no longer an NFL player. Just what it is, you know? Now, what people don't see on the thing, so we're going to boycott the NFL. Well, my thing, but you, you boycott the NFL, but you still support the sponsors of the NFL. Does that make any sense? Does it make any sense to support the sponsors of the NFL? No. You know what I mean? Like I said from day one, if you're going to boycott the NFL, boycott the sponsors. Nike was at the top of the list of sponsors, and it always has been. So not instead of embracing Nike like everyone is doing, no, you can't say on one hand I'm going to support the NFL or boycott the NFL, but I'm going to continue to support Nike. I never heard anyone like if you really were serious, you could say, okay, we're going to make a list of all these sponsors, all these Super Bowl commercials. You support the NFL, boom. We're going to not support you because we don't support the NFL. But now, 
Nike comes out. It's the ultimate. I'm proud of them. It's like, wow, I'm amazed. It's the ultimate media, you know, solution. You know, they just took, did it through the back door. You know, everyone wants to boycott the NFL. All right, well, Nike will, will support or openly support Colin Kaepernick. We'll give him a contract, give him some money, make him the face. Everyone, all these Black Lives Matter people will support. You know, yeah, well, you lose some, we'll lose a couple people, some, a few racists or whatever, but whatever. Overall, it will be positive for us. And now, all is forgiven with the NFL. Ask yourself, how many people do you hear talking about let's boycott the NFL? Who's boycotting this season? What happened? What changed? Really ask yourself that here, just real quick, just really ask yourself this question. What changed within the NFL? This is how you know it's fake. What happened? between last season when everyone was so gung-ho about boycotting them, right, what changed? What changed? Why isn't anyone boycotting this season? Why is everyone watching football? What changed? What changed within the NFL? Did Colin Kaepernick magically get signed to a team? No. Did the NFL magically put out a policy saying, you know what, if you want to stand if you want to stand for the national anthem, cool. If you don't want to stand, that's cool too. Take a knee. We'll broadcast we won't, you know, we won't retaliate against you. No, they haven't said that. They still say, look, stand for the national anthem or keep your black ass in the in the in the locker room. That's basically what they say. Yeah, they they kinda loosened up off that in the last few months, like, all right, you know what, we're not we're just not gonna put out an official policy on it. But y'all know what they mean. You, they said it, now they're trying to back off them. But that's what they said, and that's what they mean. They're not, they're not backing off. So really nothing has changed other than the fact that Nike is now supporting Colin Kaepernick. And that, you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a distraction. The NF, Nike has always supported the NFL. Nike, even when everyone hated the NFL, Nike was still their number one sponsor. So, but, so what? That's all it takes. Let's just throw a couple million at Colin Kaepernick. That's really what they did. Nobody wants to acknowledge that, but really, I mean, I hate to use this term. You know what I'm saying? But if the if you in the cotton fields, but all the other slaves, and the master comes out and says, "Look, it sure is hot out here." You know what I mean? You, you sure you don't want to just come into the big house, get some, get a nice cool glass of lemonade? The slaves are talking about revolting. The slaves are talking about walking out, and we got to beat them and kill them. But, you know, you, you're kind of light-skinned, so we want to bring you into the big house. We want to give you a give you a nice job in the AC. Come on in. You know what? Yeah, I think I'm going to go in there. I'm, I'll take your millions of dollars. I'll be the face of your campaign, right? And And everything will be forgiven. We just need you to go out back to the field and tell them it's all good. Come in there, come get some nice AC, come get some lemonade. I'll put a couple of dollars in your pocket, give you some new clothes. You can just be, you're still, you're still a slave, right? But just be a slave in the big house. Once you, after you cool off, get a shower, I need you to go back out to the fields and calm everybody down. Calm the slave revolt down. Tell them to chill, it's fine. You're good. They're still in the fields. Don't you know? They're still out there. Don't get me. Don't get that twisted. They ain't. They not coming. They not invited to the big house. But you are. Just go tell them to, to relax. 
You know what I mean? Let us, t- just tell them how, how nice of an experience you had in the big house. That's what Colin Kaepernick is doing. There's not a person out there that's going to see it from that person. But really think about it. Nike is working hand-in-hand with the NFL. Everyone was talking about boycotting the NFL. So all of that is now magically okay because Nike gave him a few million dollars to be the face of the campaign? What does that change? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Where I come from, some might call that as, as being a sellout, taking the money. I don't know. But that can be debated. I'm just saying. You know, guys, I, I was going to talk about some other stuff. I didn't expect to be going on this long. I was going to talk about Cat Williams. I was going to talk about uh, 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 a few other people. But I wanna, I'm going to chill for a minute. I'm going to come back and, um, and, and talk to you all in a little bit. You know, it's cool. Maybe a couple of days, maybe about a week or so. But I want to let all this marinate. I gave everybody some, some stuff to think about, especially with Bill Cosby, Brett Kavanaugh, Colin Kaepernick. I want, if I, if I could leave y'all with one thing, it would be to not just accept what they give us. What I mean by that is not just to, don't just accept what the media tells you as truth. This social media narrative that's being put out there, this whole Republican versus Democrat, that's all new. That's the, that's some millennial stuff. That's social media stuff. That's that's you know, that's seeing that's this new age way of thinking. The civil rights leaders, Marcus Garvey, Paul Robeson, you know, King, Malcolm X, you know, those it it was never you know, them versus us, Republican versus Democrat. It was the government versus us as a people, black, brown, you know, as the oppressed. We were a collective. Now they want to make it, okay, they want to pick people, they want to pick out Kanye West. They want to pick out Steve Harvey and use people of influence to divide us. Guys, don't, y'all don't see that. They're dividing us so that they can conquer us. Back in the day, it, we were united as one. Now we're too, we're too busy calling each other coons as if there's one way all black people have to think. That's how they get us. Back in the day, we didn't have those problems. My parents, my grandparents didn't have those problems because there was a unified message. There was a unified enemy, a centralized enemy that we could point to as the government. Is it ask yourselves right now, is do we still have that same enemy? Do we still view it, view the government in that same way that my parents and, and grandparents viewed the government? Ask yourselves if you're being honest. No. People don't look at it like it's no black power. It's democratic power. Democrats have been elevated to being to have brainwashed black folk into thinking that that's the good party. It's amazing. I've never seen anything like that. What happened to them versus us? Now it's we're fighting with it amongst ourselves. The government agenda has never changed. They've just got a little better better at marketing it, or I should say hiding it, and marketing things that are more appealing. You know, now you have more blacks in government than you did before 
But those are just pawns. Those are just political pawns. Cory Booker and all these other people who are popping up, acting like they're your friends, they're just being used and controlled, you know, the same way they used to control other people back in the day. It's just that they look differently. Barack Obama looks differently. He oppresses more than well, I should say he, although he was complicit, but we, in my opinion, are, have, have never been more controlled than we are now. You know what I mean? Things now are worse than they've ever been, in my opinion. So I shouldn't say ever, but I mean, you know, over the last 10 to 20 years, this is, this is horrible. I'm going to get ready to wrap it up, guys, but, you know, think about that, man. Think, think for yourselves. Use your minds. Use your brains. You know, hopefully Brett Kavanaugh will be confirmed, not because I'm a Republican, not because I'm a conservative, because in my opinion, it's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Did he rape anyone? Did he assault anyone? Or is this one big media circus? This one big carefully orchestrated uh, smear campaign? Absolutely. So, yes, I hope he's confirmed. Yes, I hope Bill Cosby gets out on some type of appeal good behavior, whatever they need to do, because I don't believe he raped Andrea Constant. Maybe he raped someone else. I don't know what goes. A lot of these people are rapists out here. A lot of, you know what I mean? But he wasn't on trial for those. I don't believe he raped Andrea Constant at all. So, and I, and deep down, I don't think anyone really believes that. So, um, thank you all for listening. Uh, follow me on social media, guys. Everything is at Dadon Tolbert, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, ask Dadon. Uh, Go ahead and look out for my new book coming out later on this year, uh, Redefining Vir- uh, Greatness, The Virtuous Woman's Guide to Love. Uh, you know, you still want any type of life coaching, free consultation, call me, 855-55-DATON or uh, askdatan at, at gmail. So thank you, guys, and I will see you all next time. Tears fall down, tell them how you feel so
I'm told.